Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Hill producer, Joel Babyface Solomon. And my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's shaking, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, we survived the first full week of college football, yes, and that means the NFL is kicking and passing into gear. Very big show coming up, fellas. We're going to make our Super Bowl picks, long-awaited. We'll tell you who we have as best value to make the playoffs, best bets, and our friend and yours, fantasy legend, Jen Piacenti, will join us. There's still some drafts coming up. I had one last night. I have one tonight. She's going to give you the ins and outs. Some more leagues out there. Uh, Yes. So lots of fun. Let's start, though. College. We got through college. Shit game yesterday. My God. No matter what. I, I had over. I had Louisville. Really bad. Brother Bride, that wasn't fun. Not a fun way to kick off the weekend, uh, to, to, to end the week. A pretty great weekend matchup-wise. Um, but what are we doing? I don't know. Is there a lot to talk about here? Like Clemson lost to Georgia. UNC lost to Virginia Tech. Wisconsin lost to Penn State. Those, I guess, are big enough names and games, but Alabama went from plus 250 to plus 180. Are we stupid to wait on this? Like what? We're going to wait and it's going to be a minus, right? Brother Bry? Like, what are we even doing anymore? Yeah. Can we no. jump on Bama right yeah, now? Yeah, we should jump on them. I think I said that last time too. You should always take them whenever you're getting, you know, they were plus 250. Um, yeah. They look phenomenal. I know, I know they lost that one defensive player, but yeah, at some point it's, it's going to be them. It's going to be them in Georgia. I mean, you already kind of know what this is looking like. It's going to be them in Georgia. They'll be a big favorite. They're going to make the playoffs anyway. And then... Uh, oh, it's plug and play with them. I know. It really is. Parley kid, it's like you got, you know, we were staring at the Lakers at like plus 230 all year, most of the year, for a couple months last year. And it's like, you knew that was going to be a problem. I don't feel like this plus 180. Now I get it. It's one game. They get tripped up. It's over in uh, December. But... Damn, this Alabama team. It just makes you, it's like, oh, what do we even win? Now, if the Chiefs come up and, and put 48 on the Browns, we'll have the same feeling. But I feel like it's as safe as anything, this Bama pick. Yeah, I think the NFL is a little different than yeah. uh, the NCAA football season here. When you have a team like this, yeah, we got to jump on it right now. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately get on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do think, though, I wonder if teams were going to change their philosophy about starting wanting to start their season yeah. uh, with such tough games now. <laughs> and I get, you know, um, I don't know. Is it a little disappointing now all of a sudden with some of these teams where do you almost feel like for some teams, their season's over already, like in a way, like they, yeah. there's no shot yeah. here to uh, have a chance at the playoffs. That That's a little disappointing, but um, it was great first week. It was exciting. But uh, at the same time, I think it's uh, got to be a letdown for some fans and uh, some of the teams. Yeah, Harry, you're nodding. But jump on Alabama. You're nodding. Yeah. You're nodding that some of these teams they're over. Maybe, maybe your Iowa State Cyclones. I don't know. You know, if you're keeping track at home, <laughs> these are the well, teams to root for and root against. Harry is a big, uh, arrogant, arrogant Iowa State supporter, so it'd be fun to root against them. Except I have money on them, but whatever. Uh, we'll root against them. We'll root against, uh, we'll root for Sam Darnold's Carolina Panthers because he hates Sam Darnold. And we're going to root against Kirk Cousins and, and the Vikings. That's the trifecta we have to look for. But Harry, <laughs> what about your big Iowa State pick? Did not look great. Did not look great. But guess what? Last year, they didn't look great either in week one against Louisiana uh, Lafayette. They lost by mm-hmm. 16 and they still made it to the uh, Big 12 championship. And they beat Oklahoma last year, so I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't very impressed with only 16 points. But their defense looked really good, and they play Iowa this week, who was awesome against Indiana. Yeah, go there. Don't worry about it. I'm not sweating Iowa wow, State. Wow, this would be it. Pretty. Yeah, I mean, you could be it done be September fine. 9th or 10th. It's okay. They won the game. That's all that matters. Uh, they lost. They lost. They only beat Northern Iowa two years ago by three. The three years ago by three points. So. In the opener, so I'm not worried. They won the game. Move yeah, on. Yeah, I know, but you're naming all these all these examples of, of times they didn't win the national championship. Not not <laughs> worried about that. not worried about Purdy. Not worried worried about Hall. They will be just right. fine. Not Harry's worried not one worried. bit. I mean, look at him. He's got other things to be worried about. Okay, listen. <laughs> speaking of worrying, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bedaches. When a bet makes you sick. And you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. 
Yes, betting props by our friends at PropSwap. I'll get us started here. I'll admit it. I lost thousands and thousands of dollars during the first full week of college football betting on the New York Yankees. (laughs) What the hell? What the hell? I had them tied to everything Saturday, and God forbid they win Sunday. They had a great money line parlay with the Yankees in Arkansas, Michigan, Oregon. That goes down. Otherwise, winners, I had them tied to like four other UFC winners. That loses. Okay, I back, you know, I jumped back in. I did the double up with the Eddie Spaghetti special. Yankees in Notre Dame. Suck, suck, suck. <laughs> I hate it. I hate you guys. What the hell is going on with these Yankees? They're like nine and seven against this historically bad Orioles team. Shame on you, Parlay Kid. Shame on you, Brother Bry. This team sucks, and guess what they're going to do? They're going to they're play in crap. They lost to Toronto. You know, do they play today? I don't know. It's Tuesday. I don't know if they play mm-hmm. today. Yeah. I know what they're going to do. The Mets will be three games out. Yankees go. Subway Series sweep. Yankees win Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's it. Mets season is over. They'll be six out with like uh, 17 left, and that'll be that. So I'm, I'm prepared for that. But for God's sakes, Parley Kid, what is with this Yankee team? They can't beat the Orioles. Uh, Sal, uh, you know, I went to the game yesterday, so that was oh, that was no. a beauty, right? Mm. Yeah. So did uh, they score? They didn't score yesterday. Oh, no, right. they didn't score. Mm, uh, look, it's 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 a, a frustrating thing to be a Yankee fan. You know, as a Met fan, it's just, it's the same it's the same thing. Um, but uh, you know, the Yankees when were they playing their best? When they were playing a different brand of baseball? When they had some speed in the lineup? Um, uh, when they were kind of playing a little bit more small ball? Now they got all their sluggers back. They're healthy. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's yeah. something just missing when, when the team is like this, right? So I hate it. Uh, Between you know, them Gallo, and the Red Sox, like let that let that one game play off. Forget about who's oh. They should play in a dump in Staten Island. <laughs> Put, throw them right in Starrett City. I hate that game, though, all of a sudden. Oh. Spaghetti, I tried your parlay. I was like, that's an easy one. Yankees and Notre Dame. I think it was like minus 125 or something uh, yep. parlay. Uh, you're fighting Irish. Go ahead, go ahead, Spaghetti. Talk about your fighting Irish real quick. Well, that game was way more stressful than it should have been. But uh, yeah. for a stretch the second half, I'm like, okay, this is, they got under control. They're going to be great. And then, you know, obviously the game ended in dramatic fashion, which was, I guess, fun for the casual fan of college football, but not for a, uh, a fan of the fighting Irish. So I was sweating that one out. But yeah, as, as for the Yankees, you know, we're on to week one of the NFL, so and week two of college. Yeah, so. I guess. It's Mets keep raining me in. All right. So, Polly Kid, you have no bed ache because you had no phone for two days. That's a good way to avoid yeah, bed I was aches, out, right? I was, I was out without a phone which was uh, either the best two days or worst two days ever. Uh, but I actually do have a betting, so I oh. can get I can get into that. Go ahead. You want me to start? Yeah, 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 do it. Now's yeah, the time. I had, uh, you know what, Sal? Well, all of you, like yourself um, and many people, had the Golden Gophers of Minnesota at plus 14 and a half. Mm-hmm. I uh, had them at minus, uh, excuse me, plus 13 and a half. Yikes. Uh, going to that game, right? So, you know, I, I had him on a plus line, you know, plus 102 or whatever it was, uh, at plus 13 and a half. But between uh, the running back going down, which they c- kind of really never talked about that during the game. Like once he went down, it was obvious that the guy, I thought it was an Achilles injury. I still Abraham, I know it's yeah. a lower leg injury. Yeah. I'm guessing it's Achilles. Yeah. Uh, and between that happening and then I thought late in the game, there was a targeting penalty that was not called on Penn State. On the Golden Gophers final, uh, on excuse me, I'm saying Penn Ohio State, State. Uh, Ohio State, on their last drive that should have been targeting, that could have given them a chance to score at the end. I didn't get that call, uh, even after review. In fact, I think they had called it a completion, and then mm. upon the review, not only did you not get the um, uh, the targeting call, you got the fumble and the right. Ohio State ball the other way. Well, so, listen, I think the moral is... A little bit of a I wish, like I said, I would have taken a push at that point. By the half a point. Dude, you guys got a lot of money saved. I know. You got that, oh, t- that damn. retirement pension, Harley kid. Just buy the half. <laughs> I do wonder how much, if someone did a study, like how many times if you bought the half point on six and a half to seven, 13 and a half to 14, nine and a half to 10, how much it made a difference. But seems to make a difference in my life. All right. Uh, you know what, Brother Bry, I, you know... I chastised your Yankees, and you could come right back at me for the Mets disaster yesterday. That's one of, I think, six bed aches you have lined yeah, up. Yeah, I, I got a lot. I mean, what a shitty weekend for me. I mean, it first started with this this dog I have just shitting all over the place in the middle of the night, every night, <laughs> shitting everywhere. I, Harry, need, I, need, okay. I know I need Harry to clean this up. <laughs> just, um, 
yeah, just wet shit in the carpet. It's not nice. great. But uh, I'm sure yeah. you, I'm sure you'd pay. I'm sure you'd pay more than Ken, Brian. <laughs> but my last four EP picks, uh, all winning late, all four lost. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. they all should have won, but you know I had that Northwestern Michigan State under 45 and a half. That was 45 with less than three minutes left. Uh, there was right. two scores in the last like two minutes and 15 seconds to get over. I mean, I probably deserved yeah, to lose that one. So whatever. Um, I think I. No, I mean they scored with 40 seconds in the game, right? Oh, with, uh, I didn't even say the opening play. Yeah, the, the, that sucked. Yeah, that, that should have been yard run or whatever. Yep. I mean that. All right, what else is great. it? So that was one. I mean, whatever. But that th- Saturday was the worst though by far. So I had Oregon State plus seven and a half versus Purdue. Purdue's up to, and uh, Michael, I think, has this video. I mean, I, I sent it to Michael so he could play it probably for us. But Purdue is up to with two minutes left in the ball, right? Um, mm-hmm. Third and two at the 50. So Oregon State has no timeouts left. Um, so a first, all they need is a first down on third and two. The game yeah. is over. Uh, they fake the run, throw a short pass. Uh, nobody is even close to the tight end. Mm, nice. um, I lose that Saturday. So, Michael, if you... Uh, let, oh, just, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to see this. 23-21 Purdue. The game is over. First down here is over. Right. Look, just... Uh, oh my god no 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 i mean the fans could tackle him before anybody there that's terrible that's oh, horrendous that's terrible just that's a, that's a gutsy call though that that's a gutsy call right there i mean that's chad henny yeah, that's, the ball great. There. that's I gutsy know. i mean so that yep. you know and, and the thing was you know i i bet a decent amount of money on every one of these extra point picks so i like, believe this, was, this sucked and then sunday i have notre dame minus six and a half like every you know like eddie I thought they had it under control up 18 in the fourth. Uh, They lose that again. They probably should end up losing the game after that. But then to top it off, Labor Day, I have the Mets up 3-2. Very sorry. Bottom ninth. Diaz, who had been, I guess, he had been good for a couple weeks, right? He had been good for a couple weeks until the other day. Yeah. Uh, Blows the game in the ninth. The Mets lose 4-3. The funny thing is I was traveling back home, and it was 3-2. And as soon as I put the game on, I'm expecting a 3-2 final win and uh they go it's of course four, four three so just a very very shitty weekend diaz chapman right. let's just trade them back and forth let's see maybe maybe <laughs> maybe can i'm all right with that but i, I will say other. between the mets and the i had the yankees too i did your yankee when you mentioned the yankee um yankees the yankee notre dame, the yankee easy, notre dame. i jumped on that uh eddie spaghetti yeah, special that nice all right lead so can, can you imagine if harry was putting a good amount of money on all of his ep picks <laughs> no he's like, never seen a imagine good amount of money yeah, oh, you're right. Imagine, imagine if you know. Imagine if, imagine if people put a good amount of money on Darren's LSU national championship pick. Jeez, <laughs> uh, come on. Yeah, Harry that's out the window to, already. Be yep. forced to wear the same shirt every day. If he they still don't have a defense, yeah. Darren. All right, Harry, give us yours, sure. and then I think we have Jen Piacenti waiting for us. Here. All right. Well, yeah, I had a uh, on Saturday eight team parlay. Uh, three baseball games, th- three I soccer mean, but games, I, I, and two right. tennis. Now, hold me. Hold on. An eight-teamer. I got the D-backs yeah. plus two and a half. They lose by two. The Brewers, the Braves plus two and a half. They lose by two to the Dodgers. Medvedev minus eight and a half against Gasquet in games. He wins. He, it's plus 10, so that's a winner. Party wins two two sets to nothing. Easy win. So now we get to the soccer. And this isn't just international friendlies. This is... <laughs> World Cup qualifying. This is what you're going to send me to, Sal, mm. in, in 2022 with babyface Joel Solomon when we mm. go to uh, <laughs> Qatar and we cover um, the World Cup for you and extra points. So, listen, I had Saudi Arabia over Vietnam up win 3-1. Iran <laughs> over Syria. So now I got seven in. And I've got Japan. Japan, who's good in soccer, minus 1110. Sure. Right before they went off, the, the game went off, the match went off, they were up to 1280. I lose. One nothing to Oman. Oh my. Oh my. Well, good. <laughs> oh my. Good. I love it. What would that have paid? Eleven dollars? Uh actually the parlay oh. was eleven dollars. Actually, the parlay was eleven dollars, <laughs> which paid like wait paid like one thirty. I knew something was eleven dollars. All right, yeah. good job. Devastating. I will say That's though, the, the whole thing is Harry has to have he has to have a bad he has to have a bed ache. He he just because he he fires away. He has a thousand bets a day so of course he's gonna have a seven for eight parlay with a with a crazy loser at the end but it's um, like but, um, but it's like criticizing like a truck driver like yeah he's got six speeding tickets like yeah he's on the road uh 111 hours fair. a week of course he's gonna get speed more speeding that, tickets fair. than the guy who has to just drive to <laughs> right 
Okay, that's fair. So I, that's I don't fair. know if that's a compliment or what, Harry, but keep it going. But still, minus 1110. Minus 1110. Come on. Very sorry. Very oh sorry. My. Hey, Betaches brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com, which is filled with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value. Browse the activity feed to stay in the know. A loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much, much more. Use promo code ODDS, O-D-D-S on your first deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $500. Now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. Week one of the NFL is finally here. So this week's prop will focus on Thursday night's matchup between the Cowboys and Bucks. Oh boy. What will be the number for Tom Brady completions plus Dak Prescott completions? FanDuel set both players over under at 25 and a half to enter. Tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag Hashtag extra prop. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner will receive a $375 Buccaneers Super Bowl ticket. That's to win $375. Courtesy of PropSwap. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports. Batari, completions, Brady, Prescott. Do it. I'm going to throw it right there. We're both 50. The number's 50. Let's go 50. Okay. Right there at 50. All right. Good. Not yeah. going against the grain at all. all right. no, I think it's going to be a lot of not this week. A lot of handoffs to, uh, to, oh my God, that offensive line. All right. We'll get into that, that game. <laughs> Me and the parlor kid, we're going to have a long night Thursday ahead of us. But let's bring her on right now. Yes. When it comes to fantasy advice, our next guest is truly in a league of her own. Auto drafting is an automatic deal breaker for her. Here she is, our good pal, part of the Extra Points family, Jen Piacenti. What's happening, Jen? Hey, you know, it's been a busy week. I think I have about 13 leagues so far. I got another draft this afternoon. So <laughs> that was my first question for you. How many leagues, honestly, are you in? Is it 13? Because I know now that you, you, your star has risen to, uh, to, to the moon, people ask you to join leagues and you could pretty much say no to 90% of them. But then there's some like, oh, God, I guess this would be good for me or That's whatever. True. I owe this part, whatever, whatever yeah. right? So what yeah. was it last year? What is it this year? I think last year it was 12. I think I've capped it at like 14 this year. And I don't right. recommend it <laughs> because it capped makes it, it capped it as, at 14. Right. Especially <laughs> since I'm still finishing all my fantasy baseball leagues. So if you guys right. want to do that math, it's not. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, so what is, so this is, this is the busiest week of the year for you, right? This is, yeah. this is the busiest week of the year, I think. Well, last week and this week together because a lot of drafts were last week. But yeah, it's okay. insane. But in a great way. I mean, what else are we doing here? Come on. What's life living for? We're not doing anything. Harry's yeah. losing 18 <laughs> parlays with uh, <laughs> Japanese soccer. or so. I don't know what he has going. But all right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk because there, yeah. many people still have drafts tonight like you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do as well. And, you know, you could have a draft tomorrow. I had I, I feel bad bringing up, you know, another league that no, none of us are in. Even if we're in a league, people don't like hearing stories it's like catching a fish or bragging about a golf shot. It's boring, <laughs> but you guys need to listen because I'm paying you for this hour. So I had a great draft in Bill Simmons league. You know, this is the one he got kicked out of uh, our league. And then he started up his own league and I kept Josh Allen. He was a dollar player. So you add five, which I don't think that I, I want to get to that in a second. I, I think the punishment for keeping a player should be greater in these um in these auction leagues. But I kept them so I get them for six dollars. I kept Justin Jefferson, so that's nine dollars. So I have $185 left and I have Josh Allen, Justin Jefferson. I bid on Henry for $54. He's the first player nominated. I win that. I bid on Kamara for $55. I win that because it's early and people are gun shy and they're yep. still getting their headsets together. And then I reach for Kyle Pitts. I have five great players with $45 left. I explain to people. First of all, how stupid right. Bill Simmons is. And secondly, <laughs> how to do these auction leagues. Like you really only need four players. And it, it, that, that to me is a good strategy. What yeah, you especially with your keepers. So you already knew that you had a right. wide receiver one locked and loaded and you had a QB that's finished number one overall in fantasy points last year. And I don't see that changing a lot this year. What, maybe he might finish three or four instead with mm -hmm. rushing upside. I don't know how much value there are for rushing touchdowns in your league, but your point is really good. So I did an auction league this week as well. And our friend Jerry Ferraro was in it and mm -hmm. I spent 
$58 for Camara. CMC went for 65. I thought mm-hmm. Camara was really good value at 58 up front. Later in the auction, Saquon went for the same amount. You know, he's not going to play as many games as Camara. Right. Aaron Jones went for 60. Next thing yeah. you know, David Montgomery's going for 50 because there's a shortage and it's a 14 team league. So you can't be afraid to spend your money up front and go ahead and go big. And then later you can get these dollar players like Darnell Mooney and Will Fuller. And I got Devonta Smith for $3. At the end. Exactly. I think that's it. I think I did bet big and bet early because mm-hmm. honestly, like people are like a little skittish in the beginning and they're, they're kind of like not paying attention. Like you could steal great players if they're nominated up top. And yeah, otherwise you look like an idiot. You have $9 left and you have mm-hmm. five $1 slots to fill. Um, do you think one of these top guys possibly falls off this year? Is this Derrick Henry? Does he hit a wall? Statistically, we've not seen anything like it in terms of how many carries he's had in the last two years. And, you know, we've, uh-huh. we've seen this over the years. We've, all those Chiefs running backs that were great, you know, they're just two, three-year careers, and that's that. Uh, who do you see? Is anyone in this category for you? Um, I still think Derrick Henry is going to be good. He beats the mm-hmm. odds every time. I know he went deep into the postseason, but he did the year before too. And I just think he's a unicorn and I think he's right. still going to be good. I don't know that he'll be top five. Uh, the person I see most likely to not, uh, meet expectations is actually a second round pick, uh, that everybody's kind of pushing up and that's Antonio Gibson. People are mm-hmm. going bonkers for Antonio Gibson. And what they don't realize is first of all, he doesn't touch the ball on third downs. That's Jarek McKinnon that does that. And, uh, it hasn't, it didn't change in the preseason either. I think he touched the ball like eight times. And I understand last year, and I understand Mm -hmm. that he is a converted wide receiver, but it doesn't seem they're going to use him that way. And sadly, Sal, you know, this to be true. 25% of those massive fantasy points he put up last year were just versus the Dallas Cowboys. Is that right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems like it. I, I would think it'd be more. Makes sense. So, you know, so uh. I think he's going to be good, but the helium he's getting pushed up to the end of the first round. Now, sometimes people are freaking out a little bit too much. So he's the one I feel like is most likely to bust at his draft position. You have 13 draft, 13 leagues, you said, or you will have 13 leagues. Who is the one players on most of your rosters or, or um, the most? Okay. Um, it's probably uh, Brandon Cooks, which sounds ridiculous, mm. but the wow. value, he's so late. You can get him so late or for free for like a dollar or two. He's the wide receiver one for Texas and look um, for Houston. Like, <laughs> Who's the and I know QB Houston, one? It, well, Tyrod, <laughs> but uh, I know that it sucks, but time. think about it. They're going to be playing from behind all the time. Right. And garbage time counts. So you can get like a $2, $3 Brandon Cooks like late or in the ninth round. Yeah. Why not? I mean, first week, especially the matchup versus the Jags. I'm rolling it. All right. I like it. I, I was in yeah. a league where one, he was the only Texan drafted. So uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I, I have a million questions for you? All right. Uh, potential sleepers. Why don't we do that? Potential sleepers. Uh, well, Brandon Cooks is one. Uh, and I guess he's not really a sleeper. Darnell Mooney is somebody I really like. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. He had great separation last year. And now we, he may be with better quarterbacks, especially Justin Fields. Should they go Justin Fields? He's going out of value. I actually kind of like Zach Ertz. Um, mm. He's like a last round pick. And everyone was into Dallas Goddard and Dallas Goddard really is the better pass catcher. But now that Ertz is staying, one thing people don't realize is that Dallas Goddard is also the better blocker. So if you want to get the most out of your team, you're going to use Goddard to block and you're going to get Ertz in the slot. And that adds up to fantasy points. So he's a free pick. I really like him late. Um, And especially if you take an early pick like a Pitts, I do have a lot of Kyle Pitts as well. I I really like him this year. I went crazy with him too. Yeah, I went a little crazy I bid $33 on him when like Andrews went for 18. But I I had a little money, so I I figured what the hell. But yeah, that guy's really got to come through. Otherwise, I'm I'm, I'm big on my face (laughs) for the whole year. I think I have him on about 50% of my teams. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. Um, Okay. Now... So that's who you reach for. I'm trying to think. But all right, what, what's your what's your thing with tight ends now? Because now there's okay. Kelsey, there's Waller, there's Kittle, and as you mentioned, Pitts. Um, right. Are, do you kind of do you wait on a tight end? Is tight end tight end's always been like quarterback for me. Just wait right. as long as you can, and then all right, you're going to get the mid middle of the pack, which there's not much difference if you don't get the top three. Do you feel the same way anymore? So it's one or the other. It's either the top five to me, which would be like um, Kelsey Waller, Kittle, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, because somebody's got to catch the ball in Detroit. Mm. And then basically I wait 
I'm not taking any of those middle guys like Logan Thomas or uh, Mike Gesicki. That's just, it's too early of a pick to spend. I'd rather take a wide receiver there and I'd rather wait a lot. And then I'm talking like huge upside guy, like Cole Komet, uh, Zach Ertz, uh, Juwan Johnson, um, you know, those kind of guys, maybe even an Austin Hooper, Gerald Everett, these kind of people that are value at their point because you're playing the touchdown lotto once you get that deep. So, right. you know, just be willing to stream them. And I think that's a great thing to do. So I think you choose what you don't do is start using a tight end pick because you're looking at your roster and you're like, oh, well, I filled all my other slots. I got to get a tight end. No, just start building your bench. Wait, yeah. wait. If yeah. you get that point, just wait. All right. Let's speaking of wait. Let's just get to it, though, with Kirk Cousins. Harry loves him this <laughs> year. And right now we, now we laughed at Harry with the uh, Robbie Ray love that he gave. Yeah. Right. And now yeah. it's, uh, that, that guy's going to uh, Cooperstown. But um, I don't know. I I don't think anyone drafted in my league last night. Um, you know, obviously the Trevor Lawrence's, the Trey Lance's, Mac Jones. Does Harry have any hope with Kirk Cousins? Yeah, he does. I actually took Kirk Cousins in my Superflex League for Sports wow. Illustrated. Nice, so Jen, nice. I took him. I took him as my first QB, and then I took Zach Wilson as my second. But mm-hmm. I did that because I wanted to zig when everyone else zagged, uh, or zag when everyone else zigged. I don't know. Right. I'm not that cool. I don't know how to use phrases. Yeah, no, I think you got it. Um, but I decided to keep hammering running backs and wide receivers. Everyone was taking their quarterbacks early because I think that he is someone that's very competent. I mean, he's finished each of the past three seasons as the QB 18 or better. Um, so he's kind of a safe floor guy. I don't see a really high ceiling, uh, but mm-hmm. we saw him last year have like monster, monster games. And now he has Justin Jefferson. Uh, people are going to be worried about the run game with Dalvin cook. There's certain, certainly opportunities, at least on a week to week basis to play the matchups. And then you could get like another quarterback later on or stream another one. If he has a bad matchup. So I don't have a problem. I don't think he's going to be like top. And Jen in three years in Minnesota, he averages 30 touchdowns a year. There we go. He really is. He and Derek Carr, he and Derek Carr are both kind of underrated and they're very useful in fantasy. I agree. They're good backup quarterbacks. Speaking mm-hmm. of, you know, we had this, I think Parley kid, brother, Brian, in our league, someone recommended this David Chang, who by the way, was responsible for the great uh, spread at my party that Saturday night. <laughs> oh, he recommend good. he, we put it to a vote. He wanted two quarterbacks start. He's like, and that's the super flex, right? I and everyone's like, Oh flex. no. I was like, Hey, let's hear him out here. There are a lot of good quarterbacks. And then as we're doing the, the auctions, like, yeah, there should be two quarterbacks starting. Like, some of these great quarterbacks are going for $8. Dak went for 8 Like Russell Wilson went for $8. Mm-hmm. Where are you on the super flex? I prefer non-super flex because I'm a traditionalist and I hate the way it, I mean, not maybe not in an auction league. Your, your point is well taken. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done an auction super flex. I've only done a snake super flex. Well, there's another league for to me to have, more guys. Leagues. I've been saying this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that would make it more fun for an auction, actually. Um, but I tend to like one quarterback leagues just because it feels a little bit more like what's really on the field. Like you don't start yeah. two quarterbacks in a football game. Let me ask you this. What is worse for you drafting 12th in a 12 person league or fielding drunk texts on a Saturday night from Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely fielding drunk texts. I mean, that, that was right? like elite. <laughs> I had to be like really zoned in. Yeah. And actually I like the 12 spot. I love you do on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause okay. I can put two picks together and be like, okay, I know I'm going to go RBRB or RBWR. And then I'm like, just set. So I, I like the wheel. I have no problem with that. When but, is it stupid though? 16 teams or 18. Yeah. Someone said they were in a 24 person league and drafted third. And it's like, that's uh, not even, that's not even yeah. fun. And now you're just doing the NFL, yeah. like your actual jam. Yeah. But right. so what, where, where, what's your limit? Uh, 14. <laughs> even that's stupid. <laughs> I hate 14. All right. You guys have any questions for Jen? I mean, this is going to be, you know, by the way, it's funny yeah. because I play against Harry this week and brother Bri plays against Darren. And nice. it just, the, the computer Whoa. spit that out. So, so next year we need to have an extra points league. Yes. We'll do yeah. it for sure. 100%. Yep. Yeah. We need Jen. You, we got to up yours. You, I want you to be in 20 leagues next year. <laughs> I think ahead, I yeah. Yeah. Jen, just wondering what you think uh, with Bruce Arians and the bucks, who's going to get the touchdowns in the red zone inside the 10, when they run the ball, is it going to be Jones or is it going to be Fournette? 
Ooh. Um, I think it's probably going to be Jones personally. That's my I'm gut. leaning that way too. But okay. I mean, we don't know. I think that's interesting. Like if I had both those running backs, I would be nervous to start in week one. I right. would just kind of right. want to see, but I actually think Arians prefers Jones. I know that touchdown Fournette was a thing in the postseason, like towards the end, but he was almost like their MVP during the pro whole yeah. season scored he every game. He totally was. Uh, but I, I still think that Arians leans Jones. And I think yeah. even like some of the rumors coming out of camp sound that way too. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Do yes. you have any like caveats? Like don't pick Patriots running backs. Don't pick Tampa <laughs> Bay because I, I feel like Damian Harris is getting a lot of love and you look You're at right. that running game and you know, Cam Newton say what you will about him. The fact that he ran the ball, he made yard, yards with his legs may have helped Damian Harris, right? So absolutely they have the, the rookie they got. So I don't know. Is, is he a little bit overvalued or do you not like Patriots running backs? You can't I trust Belichick. Right? I don't like Patriots running backs. And to be honest, the Patriots running back that got the biggest boost was not Damian Harris to me. It was actually James White. Because if you mm-hmm. look at the last time a New England Patriots running back finished top 12, it was James White. Uh, and he did it in both standard and PPR. So now we're opening up options for a passing, you know, attack with Mac Jones too for the running back. You know, Bill Belichick isn't going to stick with one guy. So like the idea that everyone's like, oh, well, Damian Harris is going to get a million red zone carries. Now, I don't think that's true. He might get a few more, but even before, were we so excited to roster a Patriots running back? No. So to me, Damian Harris didn't move at all. I feel the same way about him. Now I did draft Sony Michelle as really late dart throws in like my high stakes league. And I was very happy when he got moved to Los Angeles. Oh, you, you had a draft like three weeks ago. Is that what you're saying? I've been drafting a long time and that was the high stakes league where you can't make trades or anything. So What what happened to the guy who had Dobbins? Uh, I think that was, was right after Dobbins. He killed himself. You know what? Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> no, it was it the 22nd before, right? of August. Yeah. It was the 22nd of August. So Wow, that is a sure. long time before. Yeah. Uh, I am in a league. I, I'm glad you mentioned a high stakes league. I, I go at it with Todd Furman about this. I'm in a high stakes league and there's no trades. Yeah. And it drives me crazy. Well, the, well, the first worst part is there's no free agent pickup, free agent pickups based on record and not, you know, uh, uh, auction type. And I was like, that's freaking nuts. So Christian McCaffrey went out. I couldn't get Mike Davis last year because I was one and two, like everybody else couldn't get the priority. And I couldn't trade for a running back because there's no trades. Now I'm, I've come around on the no trades thing because you don't want, uh, I'm in with a bunch of poker players, you know, degenerates. Yeah. So maybe there could be some, um, some collusion going on, but where are you on the high stakes and, and, and pickups, ad drops I mean, and all that stuff? I'm fine with it. I mean, we're allowed to use normal fab bidding in my right. league, so it's fine. And I'm fine with that. I just, I think you need to know going in, you need to be really clear about the rules. I think it is true that there can be collusion with the trading. So I'm fine mm-hmm. with it. I, I kind of like digging around on the waiver wire. I mean, like for instance, waiver wire pickup, you guys, Tyson Williams. Now that we know that Justice Hill is injured, that's a really great late round pick. We we're talking about sleepers. If they don't yeah. sign Le'Veon Bell or uh, Devonta Freeman or whomever, then Tyson Williams was good in preseason. And, and speaking of Patriots running backs, are we not paying any attention to Ramondre Stevenson? I mean, yeah, that's why you can't. <laughs> that's yeah. what I mean. He'll get yeah. it'll be one game in week four. He'll get like twenty one carries. Exactly. And then we won't see him again. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been great. I think it's been very helpful. Uh, Jen, tell us about the new gig. You're yeah. not leaving us. You're not. I'm leaving not. Us. I'm no. not. Good. That's We're what's really exciting good. about good. it. Um, I am as of today, as of right now, officially, uh, will my new home will be Sports Illustrated. Oh, there awesome. you go. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Very nice. excited. Well deserved. Super, nice. Well deserved. Thank you. Super excited. Can't wait to get rocking and rolling over there. I'll be working with Michael Fabiano, who I know you've had on the pod yes. a few times. So uh, he was kind enough to say, "Hey, we want to bring you over here," and that felt awesome. And but I'm still going to be around extra points. So you guys aren't rid of me yet. Uh, no, said, we're going to. They said you can stay with the degenerates. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Fabiano's going to tap out. You know, way more than him. It's going to be, <laughs> going to be sad. He's going to be like, what the hell did we do here? Why'd you pair, pair me with Jen? All right, Jen. Well, that's great. You guys have anything for Jen? I, mean, well, I don't know. Like, well, Jen, gonna, I was, go ahead, bro. Let me ask yeah. you, because uh, Sal this week, I don't know if Sal even knows he doesn't have a kicker in our fantasy league because he got cut. Ah. What? Right. You don't. You have Badgley, right? Badgley got cut, Sal. Oh, Love it. Love it. And, yeah. and you can't pick up before, but we've talked about this. What do you think about? <laughs> no do you pick like, up, do No you trade. Like, do you like kickers in fantasy? We've talked no. about it for years just getting rid of it. I hate them. Ban kickers. Hashtag ban kickers. I know. No. We really should. It's Done. Fun. 
Oh, son of a bitch. I didn't even know that. <laughs> well, luckily there's a, a guy, I mean, there's no bad drops until next week in this league, but there's a guy, I'm pretty sure Frank has four kickers. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I gotta know. I'll, I'll, I'll give I'm minus, I'm minus 500 against you now. Jeez, that's right. That sucks. All right. Well, oh, man. Jen, well, I got one thing for oh, Jen, yeah. though, yeah. Self. I could ask her. Jen, you're in 13 leagues. What is the, uh, what's the expectation for you, like, in terms of winning. how many leagues do you anticipate winning, or what, what are you disappointed in? If you're not getting one championship, is it, like, uh, is yeah. it uh, just a total uh, bust of a year yeah. for you, obviously? Yeah. Or I mean, there should what, be at least What do you one. normally predict yourself for, like, two or three championships? Two or, or three, and but to make it to playoffs in more than half. Like there's really no excuse. Mm. Otherwise it would have to be like terrible injuries in a deep league. If it's a really deep league and there's terrible injuries, sometimes you just can't claw your way back. But for the most mm. part, you should be able to claw your way back and put it together. And obviously it's luck of the draw a little bit with the way it's head to head. Sometimes you can have more points than the person that makes it in the playoffs and it just was the way it matched up. So you can't, there's still luck involved. So you can't be too hard on yourself, but, uh, yeah. I love last year you brought Jerry Ferrara into one of your yeah. leagues oh. and he, he won it, right? And you had to pretend so to be happy for him. I love I totally it. was happy for him, but like literally right his one. luck just happened to hit at the right time. It was yeah. one of those, but that's part of the fun. It's fine. Well, Jen, you can see her on SI. That's great. Congratulations Thank on you. the new gig. Congratulations on avoiding Jim Cunningham's uh, text. <laughs> and uh, we will see you soon. We're going to put you to work. We, will. we have not seen the last of Jen. Awesome. Piacenti. Bring it on, boys. Thanks, Jen. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Jen. Guys. Thanks, Jen. See ya. Congrats again. Thank you. All right, there you go, guys. Jen Piacente. Wow, I don't have a kicker, Bry. You don't. Well, you know who knew, you know who knew that immediately. John sends us a side text. You know, oh, Sal he did? doesn't have a kicker. Of course, John would know that. John would be looking at your kicker to die. Who would even be looking at your line? <laughs> but I will say, I have no idea how Jen does it because I I could be I capped my leagues at like three years ago. Now I only do two because between betting, survivor pools, everything we do, I. On Sundays, I'm rooting for and against things all the time. And I'm just like, oh, I, I, so I hate stupid. it. Oh, I hate it. And if you're in 14 leagues and you're doing daily fantasy and you're bad, like, I don't know how you do it. It's just, I've said it, it before. If Had I known that I was going to be in 11 pools and six fantasy leagues and have this and betting on games, I might not pick a favorite team. Like, I might not, yeah. pick, uh, I might not pick the Cowboys right. for sure to root for. But I might not. It's like, it might just be one extra layer that I don't want to deal with. But yeah, I don't know how Jen does it. 13 plus all this COVID stuff. You're scrambling on Sunday. You're scrambling oh. on Wednesdays for ad drops. It's insane. But uh, Jen Piacenti, legend. Legendary. Legend. She's a sick individual. Though. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I should have introduced her as a sick individual. <laughs> she knows uh, the stuff. NFL. The NFL is back and FanDuel Sportsbook is celebrating with 40 to one odds on any week one game. Who doesn't want to win $200 on a $5 bet? There is no Hail Mary here. It's that simple. New customers get 40 to 1 when you place your first wager on any team to win. FanDuel is sports betting made simple. The app is so easy to use. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts. What more can I say? See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. They're always hooking you up with exclusive odds boosts, great promotions. And so much more. Just sign up with promo code against all odds, and you can win $200 on a $5 bet. Promo code against all odds. Yes. I mean, can you imagine? Just do a $5 bet. All right. Who's the biggest favorite this week? Why don't I have this handy? I should have this handy. The biggest favorite, what is it? The Rams over the Bears? Something like that? Somewhere in there? It's uh, one of them. $5 on the Rams to beat the Bears. Sunday night, you get $200 back. God mm. bless. Good deal. Mm. Good job by you, FanDuel. Let's do this. NFL kicks off Thursday. I got to say, Parlay Kid, I'm in a, I'm an all right state of mind with the Cowboys here. Normally, this first Cowboys game is Sunday night against the Giants. A lot of pressure. Right. It's in yes. Dallas, mostly. You know, like, oh, God, we can't lose this. We can't go 0-1. We can't go 0-1 in the division. Here's a game. Well, they're actually, Cowboys might be the biggest underdog now. Seven and a half with this COVID crap. Zach Martin is out. Um you know, we were probably going to lose the battle in the trenches anyway. And with Dak Prescott, you know, a little soft going in, not a good spot. But I'll say if we could steal this game, Parley kid, good job by us. Uh, to me, it's like a throwaway as long as we don't get injuries, right? 
Yeah, well, Sal, that might be the highest spread game at this yeah. point. Might yeah, be I the Bucks and the Cowboys, half. right? Yep. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we're playing with house money in this game as uh, Cowboys fans, right? We're not, uh, I'll I'm take not overly stressed about this game. Uh, I had know, us penciled in. I had the L by us here. Yeah. Right. Our, our deal, I wouldn't our say deal house is winning money. the division, Sal, right? So this game, unlike where if we were playing the Giants in week one, we would be feeling the pressure. Right. Uh, what we want to see, though, is we want to see Dak play well, mm-hmm. right? We want to see improvements on the defense. We want to see the defense flying around the field. Uh, we want to see some things like that. Uh, you know, losing Zach Martin is just a kick in the butt. Uh, I think the Cowboys, though, I, I think they might cover this uh, eight points here, Sal, whatever yeah. it is at this point. All right. Um, I think they might cover this. I, I, I think they're going to be very game here in this game. We'll have our official picks Thursday. We'll go over the whole slate there. Cowboys, uh, Bucks, and all the Sunday uh, all the Sunday matchups. Going to be fun. Very exciting. But right now, let's get to our playoff long shots, okay? Um, so last year, I was trying to figure out who was the longest shot that hit that made the playoffs. It had to be Washington, right? Had to sure. be. Sure. I think they were expected to win five and a half games. So them making the playoffs was the big. I mean, Chicago and Cleveland, not likely, but still, I think they were eight and nine. Eight and a half was their over-under. So Washington was the biggest long shot. I'm going to read you real quick. Real quick, my seeds. Um, I have the Chiefs as a one. I have the Bills as a two, the Browns as a three, the Colts as a four, Pats as a five, Chargers six, Raiders seven, Brother Bry. And then the NFC side, I have the Rams one, Falcons two. I know, ridiculous. Cowboys three, Packers four, Bucks five, 49ers six, and Seahawks seven. So that would make my biggest playoff long shots the Falcons at two to one and the Raiders plus 50. Now, Brother Bry, let's do it. This is the year to Raider. They go out there, they beat the Ravens. Week one, they go out there and smoke them. I don't even think it's close. Monday night in front of that packed house, plus 350. That's my longest shot. I think they make the playoffs, three teams from the West. And then the Falcons, I mean, look, every year, every single year, they screw me. But I think it's going to be a dynamic team with Arthur Smith. Got the offense. They normally have defensive coaches, right? Now you got the offensive coach. They have a good offense anyway. Like I said, Matt Ryan, right around 45, 4,600 yards every single year. They had trouble in the red zone offensively, and that trouble is solved with Kyle Pitts there. He's going to have a monster year. Just predicting it here. Two to one odds, Raiders plus 350. Those are my long shot playoff picks right there. I think they both make it. Brother Bright, jump in. I think you have one that's true. This is weird that this is such an underdog to make the playoffs yeah. now that I stare yeah, at it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like the last year. I like the Steelers at plus 170. Um, plus 170 to 11 and crazy 0. Crazy to think that. You know, I went through all my over and yeah. unders. And um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying with, with the Raiders. I mean, those odds are pretty good. Although the AFC is tough, man, between the Bills, Pats, Titans, Colts, Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs, Chargers, shit. Raiders, like, the Raiders are going to have to pass like four teams. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I try, I trust Tomlin here. I, I mean, I, we went over this a few weeks ago, but again, with the fact that they won eight games with Mason Rudolph a few years ago, um, just, just speaks volumes towards him. I mean, they got off to 11 and 0 start last year and then fell apart, but if they can tread water in those first six games, you know, they play Buffalo, Green Bay, Seattle. So that's, that's tough. But mm-hmm. after that, it's not as difficult. I mean, the only, the only things that I, you have to be a little bit worried about is, Watt has to get signed as soon as possible. The yeah. way this is trending, he could miss the first yeah. first game or two. Uh, and they are starting two rookie offensive linemen. They're starting a left tackle and a center at, at offensive line. But I do think they have enough skill on the offensive side of the ball. I do think I do think Harris is going to be very good for them. And uh, defensively, they're still going to be great. Even if Watt misses a game or two, they're they're going to be great. So I think plus one seventy. It's just weird to see that with the Steelers. I, I like that a lot. You're betting on Tomlin also. Their over-under is eight and a half. So if you go over just to, with the win totals, you're betting that he keeps the you know the 500 or better streak alive, right? Yeah. I have a bunch of teams. I know everyone thinks the AFC is vastly better than the NFC. I have a bunch of teams at nine and eight yeah. in the AFC. Steelers are one of them. I don't know if that's good enough to make the playoffs. I think there will be a nine and eight team that makes the playoffs in the AFC. But plus 170, you're right, for a team that won 11 games to start the season. 
Big Ben, you don't want to take too much from the preseason, but he did seem a little niftier in the pocket, right? Like that's in the preseason. So doing things that maybe wasn't doing towards the yeah. end of the year. Plus 170, not bad, Parlay Kid. What you got? Yeah, I so I'm gonna go with the the Pats at plus one twenty six. Wait, am I doing my long shot here first, Sal? Well, I mean, doing, I got both, two picks. I got two. Long, go ahead. My long, long shot or my long shot? I don't care. No, whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I got two teams here, Sal. Yeah. Because one I'm really rooting for this year, and the other is just common sense. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Pats at plus one twenty six. I know, I know you and Bill Simmons. Everybody also. loves. It. I uh, want to like get off. This I want to kick me off that bandwagon already. I hate but, it. But Sal, you know, this isn't news for me. I've been with the Patriots really since the season ended last year. Right. And I, I had talked about the Patriots having a really good season, a uh, bounce back year this year. Uh, obviously, um, they have uh, an improved quarterback situation. Uh, I, I see that. Uh, they have spent more money than they've ever spent before kind of uh, not really in the Patriots uh, tradition to do that, but they have. They've upgraded everywhere. They Mm -hmm. have players back from COVID. They already had a top five, six, seven defense last year. It's even better this year. Um, Contrary to what you want to say about Damian Harris, he did average five yards a carry last year uh, and had 700 yards in limited fashion. Uh, So I think he could be, uh, uh, you know, running back one uh, for the Patriots and, and fill that role. Like, no back they've had fill that in many, many years. So uh, their receivers are not great, but they're still better than they've been the last year or two. Uh, and their tight end situation, especially if uh, uh, Smith and, and Henry are healthy, looks strong. So I love the Patriots at plus 126. Let me just say, I think set. you're right. And I think Belichick, is it's more on him. And that defense, which is what you didn't remember, a, a top defense, and they're going to keep you in every game. And Belichick, I think, is like, I'm not screwing around here. They spent $288 million, like yeah. I said. It's like the old man is about to die. He's like, wait a minute. I'm spending this money, uh, my hard-earned money. Why am I leaving it to my drug addict kids who don't remember my birthday? I got to go crazy here. This is one of my last few years, and I think that's what the Patriots are doing, and I, I believe I, in Bill and at plus yes. money to make the playoffs. I, I, take them I agree, time. and is it me, Sal? Man, I've always been a Patriot. I've never rooted against the Patriots. I know there's a lot of hate for the Patriots. I really don't for some reason. Uh, I respect the organization, but are the Patriots kind of fun this year? Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel they like are. they're kind of sure. fun. Yeah, you know, I, know. I think that they could be a kind of fun team. And so, uh-huh. my other team, super sleeper here, plus two seventy to uh, make the playoffs. The Carolina Panthers. I love it. Uh, I, I, plus two seventy. <laughs> you, you know, like you have the Falcons in that division. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't yep. see them winning the division, but I think Uh-oh, they could take. Oh, there you are. Okay, sorry. Yep, yeah. I'm back. Yep. Uh, I think they could take the next step. Uh, the the Panthers. They're well constructed. Doesn't it really all come down to Darnold? They have two thousand yard receivers back from last year, and Anderson and more. Terrence Marshall is a great draft pick for them. He's going to make a difference. And obviously, McCaffrey is one of the top uh, three running backs in the NFL. And I think they're going to be very smart with Darnold. I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of short game stuff. A lot of dump offs to McCaffrey. They're going to make things happen. They're going to get Darnold going, and then they'll kind of, as the season goes on, he'll start airing it out a little bit more. I think it's a well-constructed team. I like the coaching staff. At plus 270, uh, I, I think they could be a nine-win team you know, and sneak into that last place. Can't wait spot. to see when Darnold throws it, like you said, throws it downfield. Can't wait, Darren. Can't wait. It's Harry, been four years well, now. We're waiting. Well, so waiting. The, first of all, Harry is wearing uh, Carolina colors except yeah, for the barbecue stain. For Tate. Right I'm doing it for but, Tate. Uh, I'm doing it for Tate. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I'll say is prepare yourself for misery here, Harry, because I don't think Sam Darnold's going to embarrass himself this year, as long as Christian McCaffrey is healthy. I really do. I think that there's okay. no better right. outlet in the, well, you can't wait what? I mean, he can throw a stream pass, okay. can he? He's okay. going to be fine. He's going to be fine. But uh, I like that bet. Gutsy can't bet. Do it 15, can't do it 15 you. times a game, though. All right, Harry, what do you got? Who's your long shot? My long, long shot is from the AFC. Let's go. Cincinnati Bengals at plus 450. <laughs> Joe Burrow was good when he was in there last year. I like the wide receiving core with Boyd and Higgins. And we yeah. saw what Jefferson, Justin Jefferson did in Minnesota. Jamar Chase, is, his teammate in LSU, might even have a better rookie season. I think this is going to be a fun team. And if you look at the AFC overall here, you look at the AFC overall, the Ravens are no guaranteed losing Dobbins, like we mentioned. Um, after Ingram left, is big for them. They're last in passing game two years in a row. Uh, I don't like the Denver Broncos quarterback situation. Pitts down, I think. I know Brian likes him, but Ben's 39. 
Uh, the Colts quarterback situation isn't set Denver in stone Broncos. either. What the hell? Who cares? Well, about, I'm just saying, I'm just saying the well, people at Broncos over under is eight and a half, too. So people might like the Broncos for a, for a playoff spot, too. And why not the Bengals? Would love to see them get back and let the jungle return. The offensive line is not good, but all right. I mean, that would, uh, that's a, to talk, talk about a team to root for. That Bengals team is uh That would be fun. That's a fun there. team. Yeah. All right. So there you go. There's your long shot. And you like Washington. We don't even need to hear about that. That's fine. Yeah, but, but, a, but a plus 156, a, a defense got him in the playoffs last year. I think defense gets him in the playoffs this year. But Harry, you, uh, well, you I mean, just like you got to win the division, though, right? Yeah, you got to win the division. I got him to win the division. I, I, so how much sweat, different is that? Is that the... I'm just saying. What, sweat, what's, Sweat's had 16 tackles in his two seasons there. Logan yeah. Thomas, I'm big on. And also, Chase Young is a game changer. No, but what, I'm asking, what is what are the odds for them to win the division, dude? I'm I'm trying to help you here so you can make a, a case uh, for. Are they still, uh, are they still two to one? Is it they still are one? right now. I'm looking. They're plus two twenty. Yeah. Okay. So you take that. Yeah. I would take them to win the division yeah. instead of to make the playoffs. Yeah. You think they're going to get right. a wild card? I'm right. Okay. Fitz Magic, though. <laughs> well, I, I like Fitz Magic. You guys don't. Well, I'm I, not I like, saying I like. I'm saying if too. I liked Washington and I don't, I would take them to win the division before the plus one fifty six to make. That's why we got. That's what we got Brian around for. He gives us the. Numbers. Are they sneaking in on a, se- a seven seed? All right, I don't know. I'm gonna Maybe. go back. I'm confused. I gotta listen when to the that Giants. Now. When the Giants win the division, Super Bowls, we did it. We waited all summer. Let's give our pick here, boy. I can't believe some of these matchups. FanDuel has these matchup odds and. They're astronomical, some of these numbers, for good teams. And but then, then I guess it makes sense if you don't take the Bucks, If you don't have the Bucks and the Chiefs in your matchup, you're going to get gigantic odds, right? Uh, I'll start. I have the Rams winning 13 games. I have the Rams beating the Packers in the playoffs in the NFC Championship after the Packers upset. Not upset, actually. They'll get the home game against Tampa Bay. Rams go to the Super Bowl. Bills upset the Chiefs in Arrowhead. I can't believe how high these odds are. Parley Kid, you have this. Another PK. Peter King has this. I'm mad because I loved it. And then I read Peter King. I'm like, oh, he has the same thing. Bills Rams, 47 to 1. Parley Kid, you have anything to add? I just, I, I yeah, just, yeah, well, love Sal, you know, it's funny. I didn't even know you had that. Usually I, I, yeah. I, I really didn't know Darren's you had phone that. Wasn't so, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, has it right. That's really why I, I didn't even know. So, but uh, like you, I think the Bills are ready to take the next uh, step mm-hmm. here. Um, uh, they were, uh, you know, they're built. I just feel like they're built correctly. They're strong on both sides of the ball, as are the Rams. I think these are the two most well-constructed teams uh, in football. I, I really, right. It always comes down to the quarterback position. So Stafford has to be who we think he could be with the Rams. If he's... If he's as good as he was with, say, the Lions with the Rams, this Rams team is going to go very far. Yep. Uh, and obviously, I'm also looking for the two teams that are solid on the defense. The Bills last year, I thought defensively, had some moments where they okay. just yeah. weren't very good. Yeah. Uh, I think McDermott takes care of those flaws. He's a de- defensive-minded coach uh, by trade. I think they'll work out some of those issues. Uh, I think at 47-1 to one to to grab so to, the, just to show you the 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 favored matchup is the Chiefs Bucks at seventeen to one. I mean, you're not that far off if you got what are these two seeds? Maybe we're, we're putting together here. I, ex- exactly. I mean, the, I think what I think the on FanDuel the Bills are twelve to one to win the Super Bowl, right? Yes. And the Rams are fifteen to one to win the Super Bowl. So yes. you're taking two teams that have uh, uh, the top. I don't know, top five, six odds in the league, right? At least I'm not looking at it right now. Yeah, but six or seven. Be yeah. Six or seven. Yeah. I, I just love, I love, Sal, I love this bet. I, I love it at 47 to one. Uh, man, I think both these teams are primed for those type of seasons this year. Yeah. They really are. Brian, I don't mind yours either. I mean, I want to do a bunch of these. I, I feel uh, like I'll, I'll I'll be alive in January if I do like five of these. I know. And, and well, that's the thing. If you, like, right? if you like the Rams, yeah, you could take a couple of those Rams. Um, yeah. But yeah, I looked at, I don't know. I It feels like, you know, every year uh, there's a new team, right? Coming out of nowhere, especially mm-hmm. in the NFC when you go look back. Uh, but I do like the Chiefs Packers at plus 2,100. I'm definitely not going out on a limb. This is like the second 
boring. Second worst sides. Yeah, a little boring. But I I'm, I mean, I'm still all in on the Chiefs. To me, they're Super clear. Super Bowl one rematch. To yep. me, they're clearly uh, the team in the AFC. So I, even though I think Buffalo still is, I mean, they took that huge leap last year. I think they need even even much more significant jumps to beat them. Because uh, right. I, I think they even in that, you know, they struggled against them in those two games. The Chiefs kind of did whatever they needed to do to win those games. Obviously, the Browns is a, a tougher game for them. Um, but I already have it in my mind that as a Raider fan, the, the Chiefs are going to be in like six of the next 10 Super Bowls. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're the they're the new Pats, uh, at least with Mahomes there. And, but on the other side, I'm, you know, again, I think Green Bay, I think they were the best team in the NFC last year. They just had that terrible first half yeah. against the Bucs. Um, they didn't get to benefit from home field in that playoff game against Tampa with COVID, obviously. And, uh, you know, I just think maybe this could be the storyline, right? You get one last great season from Rodgers. This is uh, it. Before he leaves. And, uh, you know, I, I just feel like you're, you know, that that's going to be the narrative at the end of the season. Yeah, you don't want to think that teams try harder based on who's leaving, who's coming, and who's going. But if that is the case, Green Bay, yep, that's a nice choice. And Kansas City was the best team in the AFC and maybe the league, and they fixed their offensive line. Yeah, it's not uh, a problem. It's a, yeah, maybe it's a little boring, Harry, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm hearing someone in the background. Is that you, Harry? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where are you now, Harry? Uh, I'm what is, where are you? I'm at Ken's. Oh, does Ken have a door in the room that you're in? I don't know. That's the, that's his maid. I gotcha. Okay. I thought you were his maid. All right. Yeah. I usually uh, am. All right, Harry, go ahead. Give us your pick. You want to bring the maid on to help you uh, through this analysis? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, listen, I'm going to go 60 to 1. I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take the Rams, Sal, with the Cleveland Browns. I'm throwing, Brian, I hear you about Kansas City. I'm throwing Kansas City out. I'm taking Browns, Rams at 60 to 1. Um, Browns, you know, listen, I think they should, they should have beat Kansas City last year in the playoffs, if not for that fumble out of bounds. Mayfield's uh, only getting better. their defense, they, they re-signed Denzel Ward. They got the kid out of uh, Northwestern who had uh, like seven picks, uh, Greg Newsom, and they are clowny. I love this Browns team. I think it's going to be a battle of the uh, Great Lakes for the AFC Championship. I'm throwing Kansas City out. It's going to be Buffalo versus Cleveland. Cleveland takes them down, even though I think Josh Allen gets the MVP. Rams, Darren's favorite coach in all of sports. McVay got his guy at Stafford. Mm. I think Van Jefferson in the second year is going to be an integral part to this offense of the Rams. And again, the Rams defense is spectacular. Rams. Browns, 60 to one Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, where, how do you see the Ram Browns doing this? Like from the row? I mean, cause how many are they, what kind of seed are they? You have them winning the division? Cause I know I you have the Bengals, I, I, you have the Bengals making the playoffs. Remember? So I have them winning the division, uh, yeah. but I also have, pro- I have them third, third seed winning the division bills two, mm-hmm. Kansas city one, but I think Kansas City folds, and I think the Bills go to the cha- NFC Championship against Cleveland, and Cleveland takes them down in Buffalo. How does that make sense? You have the Bills as a two seed, the Browns as a three seed, and that's the N- the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Okay, because their Chiefs lose. Well, it in could the first happen. Round. I guess there could Chiefs could get losing mm-hmm. the first round. <laughs> right. Hey, they should have right. lost in the game against Cleveland last year. I should have asked for the maid to come on. All right, that's <laughs> it. All right, there you go. Those are our Super Bowl <laughs> matchups. Browns, Rams for Harry, 60 to 1. Bry's got the uh, Packers and Chiefs, 21 to 1. Uh, Parlay Kid and I and Peter King have the Bills and the Rams at 47 to 1. But my God, fandle.com slash uh, against all odds. A lot of, lot of great odds. I mean, I'm just looking. I'll just pick. Uh, you can have so much fun with this. If you have a few dollars to spend and you want to be in it and, and root all year, like you should go, I don't know, you can go. Uh, Seahawks Chiefs is 55 to one. Like that's, that's not out of the question. That's a double digit win team. Seahawks expected. There you go. So that's it. All right. Sharp tank guys. Let's do it. Boy, parley kid, you and these golf picks, which I, I'm not sure if you're betting them at all, but for God's sakes, you had Justin Thomas top five, right? Was that a sharp tank? Yeah. Yeah. That was my sharp tank pick guys. Since I've come back and returned from sharp tank, I have not lost. Unbelievable, mm, but the yeah. golf in particular—you just, just I, I got look. I, there's, it, it's been a historic golf run for me. And then hey, Sunday you had Cantlay. He, he had the yeah, lead, no. but he, it was only minus one forty. He was smart to jump on that on extra points. Yeah, right? my, I, was, I got him at minus one. Cantlay at that last day to hold on at minus one twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five. So look, yeah. there's no. It, it's just been Darren. basically his, historically lucky. 
run for about a year and a half on golf picks. <laughs> I have time. no idea what I'm doing. Darren. Uh, credit to the people on the internet that know a lot more about me than golf <laughs> that help, uh, you know, that I uh, All right. look at some of their stuff. I, I don't know. It's just been, it's been lucky, but it is amazing. I, I, hey, Darren. It's pretty believe, great. It's I, pretty great. All right. So job, give us uh, no golf. I don't know. Thanks. If Thank you, Harry. Wow. That's, By the way, Darren, there is golf. The Safeway Open is this week, Darren. Oh, that's right. There right is up golf. Again. All right. Well, I guess you could take that oh, gosh, for, there is. for a sharp tank because that would start Thursday. But uh, what do you got? Well, Sal, I'm, I am going to uh, I'm not going to give I can't I can't do baseball right now. I just can't. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so I got I I'm going to probably give uh, if we're doing sharp tank twice this week, they're both going to probably come. Well, one's going to come from uh, the first one today is going to come from to the NFL and the okay. uh, Cowboy game. Found this one on FanDuel. Let's see if you like this out. At plus 108, both teams, the Cowboys and the Bucks, to both score a touchdown and one plus touchdowns in mm. each half, plus 108 wow. on FanDuel. I do like that. You like that? I do. I, the so only thing against it is, I don't know, there's any correlation, but college... I think if if you went unders this week, you did very well, right? And if you went, oh, I know, for, right. if you went yes, first half, I agree unders, with that. That's you did even better. That's the thing. I don't know if it's the same uh, thing. You know, is yeah. the idea that the offenses because they haven't really done much in the preseason right. are going to be behind? Maybe mm -hmm. that's part of it. But I'm banking on, uh, you know, Sal. We know the Bucks are probably going to score a touchdown in both halves, right? Right. Would you say that's a given? Yeah, sure. With yeah. The, I mean, yeah. All right. So now we know the Cowboys are scoring one touchdown in one of the halves, yes. most likely, right? <laughs> I like the so, way you're breaking this down. Yeah. So I really am rooting for one half for the Cowboys to score. Okay. For us to win this. I hope it's the right, second plus half. Plus 108, plus cinched. 108, yeah. Sal. I'm getting, I'm getting plus money on this. I think it's a, I think it's a fun bet. I like uh, it. And I, I, I'm, I'm loving this, actually. I like so, it. It's going to be tough to beat, right. Harry. What do you got? Yeah, I don't want to do baseball either, but I am doing baseball. I'm going to do a same game. Why parlay. not Japanese soccer? What's the I know, jeez. I'm, I'm going to do a, leaving soccer alone. I'm going to go same game parlay here. I'm going to take the San Francisco Giants tonight minus 200 and the over 11 and a half at minus 108. San Francisco, it's tied for first in the National League and home runs with Atlanta. Uh, Logan Webb's on the mound, 2.56 ERA. Chichi, here's the thing. Chichi Gonzalez for the Rockies, 6.13 ERA. Giants put up 10 runs, 15 hits. Yesterday, they've averaged seven runs in 10 wins versus the Rockies this season. I'm going to take San Francisco minus 200 and the over 11 and a half. Two-team parlay, same game parlay mm. for my sharp tank pick. That's, is that adjusted 11 and a half? Because it went to 12. Or is oh, it, did it? Is I saw it 11 yeah. and a half this morning. Okay. Oh, what do we, guys, what do we do now? What it's all right. Do? It's going to land 14. It's fine. Okay. All right. So over 12. I mean, I just want, because Mikey Meatballs has to put the graphic out and it's going to say 12. And Harry's like, well, Harry said 11 and a half. So we got to straighten that make out. It, make, right. a make a 13 and a half. It's fine. Oh, wow. There you go. All right. Harry's got the Giants and the over in that game, minus 108. Parley Kid has both teams to score in uh, each half. A touchdown, plus 108 for the Cowboys. Bucks, Brother Bry, take it home. Yeah, I'm sticking with my extra points pick. Too. I know Harry has the Giants on his, but uh, I'm going to go with the Yankees, uh, Yankees, <laughs> Blue Jays. I know they've been screwing us. Yankees, Blue Jays under eight. And, I think it's eight and a half now. It was nine last night. Uh, minus mm. 102. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees just can't hit right now again, uh, like Parley Kid was saying. Although I guess a lefty helps against the Yankees lineup. But So this is Cole against Cole, Matt. Cole, Cole against Matt's. Yeah, Cole, you know, and Cole's three starts against the Blue Jays, only three games. Uh, I think the totals were four, five and five in the three games. Cole's been very good his last two starts. He had that one hiccup over his last like six, seven mm. starts. And, and Matt's has been very good over his last six starts. I think he's only given up like six runs in his last 32, 33 innings. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go under eight and a half. I was tempted. There's two WNBA games. I was tempted, but I just can't take it. All right. You know what? I, I like the reasoning. I like the analysis. I feel like I have to stay away from anything Yankees for a minute. So <laughs> I'm okay. avoid that. Parley kid, I think I have to stay away from everything Cowboys just for a minute also, mm. just to watch. But but uh, I, I might change my mind by Thursday. But for now, what is this, Tuesday morning? I'll go with you, Harry. Yeah. Although I know it's going to land on 12 now that you try to rip <laughs> off the public. I know this is a 9-3 <laughs> final. No question. Giants and the over uh, 12. Uh, we'll take it with Harry. Minus 108. 
We will be back on Thursday. I'll be back with Dave. Extra points right there. And Joel Solomon, what? J- jump in here. What were we going to say? Oh, just uh, you know, a couple good points uh, with Harry. I mean, Iowa State, they won. I love how optimistic Harry is. We've got a huge game with, with Iowa this weekend. I can't wait to hear what he says. But it, it's almost like Harry looks at it. Yes, there was hair in his food, but it was still delicious. And that's all that matters. <laughs> right. you, 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 you just got to keep eating it. So that's right. we'll, we'll see what happens. That's a good theory. And uh, Brother Bry also <laughs> also been on fire. Ohio State smashed the over. Um, I, I, lo- I love the Pittsburgh pick plus 170 to make the playoffs. And uh, I mean, I know Brother Bry had a, had a tough week. Um, really, the only person cleaning up more shit than him was Brian Kelly in Notre Dame, it seems like. <laughs> good, good luck with what the, the hell was that what was that spaghetti with brian i, I feel bad for the guy try to make a joke and i think that's a, that, that that this is this is what i mean like now you're now these guys have to go back to the one word answers and they have to be popovich because i right. can't make a joke uh now but that didn't seem fair spaghetti I mean, I am one thing I'm glad about is that people with a brain on social media realize that nobody's actually offended. Only like fake people were outraged by this thing. I mean, of course, the joke right fell on. flat. The delivery was bad. Um, I know they joked today before, and especially the history like that Brian Kelly has, um, you know, with the incident on campus during a practice. It's probably not the best joke, but I get where he's coming from. The team did play kind of poorly and he just wanted to crack a joke. And I don't think the team uh, was mad. A lot of the alumni said they, those kids are totally fine. So it was just uh, one of those things where in 2021, you have to be fakely mad about something online and they just chose Brian Kelly that night. Yeah. I mean, don't shift your focus from the joke and more towards the fact that they are called the fighting Irish, which is uh, maybe not insulting to you, but I, I can't deal with that. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Ke- how much not, the Ke- hey. not that Kelly's ever been funny before. He's been jerking uh, interviews before, too. So. Whoa. Shout out to Whoa. Jack Cohn, uh, Long yeah. Island's uh, Save Old High great School. Great game, Darren. Great game. G- played great. I actually think, uh, you know, he could have. I, I thought he was going to throw for uh, like close to 500 at one point. I think they just, Notre Dame went a little conservative and Florida just let them back. That was incredible that they didn't cover that game, Notre Dame. Holy uh, 38-20, that's, that's right? That's what Brian Kelly should be pissed off at. Yeah, that they didn't cover. Right. Yeah, cover some games. Yeah. I do want to say spaghetti. I know it, we're pressed for time a little here, but uh, that you know, whatever. If you don't win it every game, you're not going to make the playoff anyway. The other thing about not being in a conference is you have Wisconsin on your schedule. That's all. That's already a, a shit game now because they lost, right? So I know other teams in conferences have to deal with this, but not as much as a team with the non-conference who's just looking to get points and points and points and move up the rankings. Right. I mean, wouldn't that be a, a negative against not being in a conference? Well, I mean, in a game like that, Notre Dame, as long as they survive and they win, there's no blemish in their record. They're going to be okay because of the no conference. I think what this, but if they have one loss and they have Wisconsin on their schedule, who now could have three losses. I, I just like, wait, who has a, who has a loss? No, I'm saying if they end up with a loss, Notre Dame, and then you look at their oh, schedule, sure, and it's like, sure. okay, well, all right, there's a, there are a couple teams in the top four who have a loss, but let's take a look. And oh right. wow, Wisconsin's on the schedule. I don't know. It's just uh, it's Damn. tough. If they if they lost the game, they're they're gone. But what I will say is like, um, let's use the ACC as an example with Clemson's loss, with UNC's loss, now Florida State loss. Like now the the ACC as a and Miami as well. All the the upper echelon teams pretty much losing. You, yeah. you're almost counting out Clemson already. So that's where the conference could hurt you in the long run. So, I mean, right now, yeah, of course, independent, you're going to want to win every game. But if you slip up a, a, a tough one week one yeah. in Tallahassee, maybe they won't hold it against you as much if you go and beat a Wisconsin and, and USC and other teams on the Notre Dame schedule. But, um, but yeah, it, it can work both ways. Like, I, I think ACC actually is in trouble right now after the, uh, week one for them. Oh, for sure. No, Notre Dame's got a, uh, a, a, a nice stretch of football games in terms of good games and producing. Wisconsin, Cincinnati, Virginia Tech, USC, UNC. It's like harder than the spaghetti. You were saying harder than the last year's schedule when they were in a conference, right? It is. Yeah, Yeah, the ACC schedule was the easiest schedule the Notre Dame had in quite some time. Interesting. All right. Well, there you go. We've said it all. We're going to do it again on Wednesday night. You'll hear it Thursday. Or if you want to stay up late Wednesday night, we'll do it that way for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon. Jen Piacenti and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na.